Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and once again, welcome back to Flea Flicker. I'm your host, John Murray, and um, again, it's been a few days since we've actually uh, talked. I have actually had a chance to talk talk to you uh, again. You know, I've gone back to work, and of course, you know how the work schedule is. It gets uh, it gets gets pretty hectic and get pretty busy, as you know. And I know the the, the uh, sinful word is Christmas, as Christmas is not too far around the corner for about maybe two and a half weeks or so, give or take. Um, it is uh, getting that time of year, and of course, everybody I'm sure is doing their Christmas shopping or last minute Christmas shopping. Some I know have done Christmas shopping all throughout the year. Some wait to the last minute. Now, unfortunately, I'm one of those ones like to wait to the last possible second. But this year, I've gotten off a little bit of an earlier start than I have in normal, you know, in the past. Again, for those who have joined from, for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And please invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your dog, your cat, you know, uh, fellow co-workers, whomever you need to invite. Please invite them all in. Uh, like I said, I do, I do the very best I can. I can uh, as much information I can to you as possible. Give you my intakes, my takes on what's going on in, in, the, world, in the world of football. Uh, those who may be day one, I want to say thank you for joining me every single week. And please invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your dog, your cat, uh, any kind of pet you got, uh, anything else from uh, your fellow co-workers. Please, please invite them on in. Let's let's get you. Let's let's get together. Let's certainly enjoy enjoy ourselves. Uh, again, I do the best I can to put it all as much as as much information as I can to you as much as much as possible. Uh, Certainly, I uh, hope you all everybody's doing well. Uh, you know, like I said, it's getting to be that time of year, Christmas, and before you know it, 2022 is coming to an end. And uh, and I'm sure people are having those new or think about those New Year's resolutions uh, right around the corner. Whether it's to you know, whether it's to get a better job, lose weight, like, I know, make more money. Those are like the most, I guess, the top three common things, I guess, um, among among people. Um, but again, that's, you know, whatever, you know. But again, like I said, before you know it, the New Year will be here, and whatever your resolutions are, I certainly hope they do come do come true for you. I think as far as I go, I don't know. It's, you know, it's the, you take it one day at a time theory. Um, that's, that's pretty much what I've always taken one day at a time. Let's see what happens next. Uh, I guess I have bored you enough. We will jump right into the world of football. Let's talk about the most, I guess, shocking news. I guess we might as well say right off the bat is the, the firing of general manager John Robinson of the Tennessee Titans. Now, this is certainly a shock to the uh, world of football and certainly a shock to, to myself right here. Uh, John Robinson, who took over the Tennessee t Tennessee Titans, uh, general manager, Ranch job was about, was about seven years ago, and ever since, and he has had a winning record. He's never had a losing record since he came into Tennessee Titans. And of course, the hiring of Mike Vrabel, one, not one of the other better signings from the uh, Tennessee Titans. Mike Vrabel can become one of the better coaches in this in this league. Now, there's a lot of speculation. I know the last the last couple weeks hasn't been too good to, ten, to the Tennessee Titans. I mean, at least. They lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, and they lost to, which may be the best team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles, right this second. Again, the Eagles, you know, it, it's it's hard, it's hard to be a fan of why 
John Robinson was was was, was let go. I know I can only speculate that in the last, you know, I guess the last couple of years, Tennessee Titans have made the playoffs, but they have fallen short of expectations. And the ownership of the Titans have expected by now the team to at least maybe make an AFC championship game or even reach a Super Bowl, whether they want a loss, you know, certainly you want to win the Lombardi Trophy, but I think in the ownership's eyes, you would have to have got, the Tennessee Titans should have gotten an AFC championship game or, you know, should represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm on, that's only my, my speculation. Now, Robinson's done a pretty good job, and I'm sure at some point in time, maybe he'll get another a general manager job at another organization. Because I have to look at his track record. He's, in, he's, he's had a pretty solid track record. Here's a guy that drafted, well, Derrick Henry. He drafted uh, Jerry Simmons, one of the better defensive tackle, tackles in this, <coughs> excuse me, in this league. He did draft uh, A.J. Brown. He brought, was he got a Harold, Harold Landry, who when he's, when he's healthy, is a pretty, pretty solid outside linebacker. Uh, he's drafted a lot of quality, you know, offensive, he's, he drafted some quality offensive linemen. Uh, he also brought in, and he also brought Ryan Tannehill in as a, as a, as a free agent signing, as a free agent signing, or a free agent signing. And the thing was, and I know Ryan Tannehill has his ups and has his downs, but when Tannehill came in, came in, he certainly, you know, he certainly made Tennessee Titans a, a little, a little bit better. Now, again, there's a lot of speculation, and like I said before, uh, part of the speculation could be A.J. Brown. He came off a game where he uh, looked uh, impressive against his former teammates. He had caught two touchdown passes, and here's a guy that they traded, that they traded, you know, during, during the draft. Because they were not willing to pay the money that AJ Brown was looking for, and they drafted his replacement. And of course, uh, Burks—he is—he is certainly—he is out. He is out for the guy. He is out once again. I don't believe he's out for the year, but he was concussed. He's probably gonna miss a, you know, maybe he'll certainly miss this week. But as of the last couple of weeks, he has certainly shown real signs, the signs of why they drafted him. But. Again, with a guy like A.J. Brown, and A.J. Brown is a, is certainly a top, would qualify the top 15 receiver, receiver in this league. And the bottom line is, I get it that you got money tied up in, let's say, Ryan Tannehill. He signed Bud Dupree a couple of years ago. You had money tied up in him. Derrick Henry is, you know, is understandable. And, of course, you got contracts coming up. Well, I'm sure, like, Jeffrey Simmons is going to want more money. Maybe down the road, uh, there's going to be other guys who are going to want more, more of a payday. And to me, maybe they didn't put the emphasis on put the emphasis on a top-notch receiver in A.J. Brown. And I'm sure with A.J. Brown, the way he played, played against the Tennessee Titans, I'm sure that might have been the final straw that broke the uh, camel's back, so to speak. But for Robinson, he, he's, he done an outstanding job, you know, with the Tennessee Titans. And again, I it, I can only speculate that if by now that they Tennessee Titans should have been up there with maybe the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, something like that. They should have been up there and they should have, you know, advanced further in the playoffs. And one has to wonder, could Mike Vrabel's job be in jeopardy as well? Uh, to me, I don't really believe that's going to be the case. Mike Vrabel's done an outstanding job since being hired as a coach of the Tennessee Titans. Um, he's one of the, he's one of the better 
ex-players or ex-coaches add them on. Bill Belichick's staff that has actually had some success in this league. Now, again, the thing is that you can you can speculate. I mean, again, uh, letting AJ trading AJ Brown was probably a, a huge loss and a huge disappointment, and it's something that probably, in my opinion, probably shouldn't have happened. Because again, you've made this team one dimensional. It's pretty much been Derrick Henry bust for the last what for the last few years. But you had a guy like AJ Brown, you could at least the offense could be a little more respectable. You didn't have the key up on you didn't have the key on Derrick Henry all the time. You had you could at least rely on AJ on AJ Brown if Ryan Tannehill could get the ball. Again, that's another thing is I'm sure the Ryan Tannehill situation again. Ryan Taylor has his ups, he has his downs, his peaks and valleys. And you have to wonder, you have to wonder if the ownership was, is not too keen on Ryan Tannehill. And they figured maybe John Robinson and company could have gone out and got another quarterback. Now they drafted Malik Willis, third round pick from the University of Liberty. But of course, Malik has played a couple of games and he has certainly got a long, long way to go to prove, to prove to be a quality quarterback in this league. If you love it, that's there to show the promise. But with that, I mean, you know, Ryan Tannehill has been a disappointment. Last year was a huge disappointment uh, to me. Again, Tennessee probably should have beat Cincinnati, in my opinion, if they had just continued to look to run the football with Derrick Henry, even though he was coming back from an injury. But uh, Foreman, who is now with the Carolina Panthers, and Hillard, all three of those guys played exceptionally well last year. And to me, they could have just used, they could have used any of those three or all three, matter of fact, to pretty much run the Bengals over because that's the, what they were doing. Again, that was a mistake, I think, by the by Mike Brayman and his coaching staff. They could have ran the ball down the Bengals' throat, and I think they could have advanced further into the playoffs, and you could have rolled. Maybe you could have seen Tennessee Titan and KMC Championship game. Now, Tennessee, of course, it, it, the biggest thing is Tennessee has not has not been able to chance to hang with the big boys now to be. I don't think Tennessee right now, I don't think Tennessee could be Buffalo. I don't really believe they could have a chance to hang with the Miami Dolphins the way Miami Dolphins puts points on the board. Uh, the Ravens, right now, they probably have a chance to beat the Ravens, I really believe. Lamar Jackson is uh, hurt, knee injury. Uh, the Bengals, they couldn't be, they couldn't beat the Bengals. Uh, they, they beat up on the Colts twice this season. The Chiefs, I don't think they can hang with the Chiefs. So some of the top teams in the AFC, I really don't believe the Tennessee Titans really beat them. Again, you know, the offensive line. The offensive line, of course, it was a few years ago that the Derrick Henry had a 2,000-yard rushing season. But since then, since then, they've lost a couple, they've lost guys to free agency. And again, I've always emphasized the importance on the offensive line in this league. You've got to have a strong offensive line. Once you go, once you go ask the Los Angeles Rams last year, they had a pretty decent offensive line to protect Matthew Stratford. They won a Super Bowl. Now, take a look at the Rams with a mediocre, with a Horrible offensive line. Look what it's doing to them. Once you go ask the Cincinnati Bengals last year, if the Bengals had an offensive line to protect Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow further, maybe again speculation, maybe they could have won a Super Bowl. Once you go ask the Kansas City Chiefs when they got when Patrick Mahomes got pounded a couple years ago in the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The bottom line is offensive line is important, and again they have let some offensive line go. And again, that's probably a mistake as well. You you couple that. With, the, with letting A.J. Brown go off to the Philadelphia Eagles. And there's some defensive. Um, they've lost some guys on defense as well. They've, they've lost some key players. And to me, maybe the, maybe 
ownership was saying to themselves, maybe they should have kept, you know, some of those guys. I can see they kept A.J. Brown, maybe an offensive lineman. I'd have been cool with that. You better understand that. But again, they did not do that. And you have to wonder if not being able to resign some of these key players. I'm not saying you could resign all the players because in today's in today's NFL, you can't resign everybody, right? I mean, that's just kind of the way the way it goes. Everybody wants everybody wants the top dollar. If you look at you look at Major League Baseball right now, I mean, take a look at uh, was Aaron Judge resigned from the Yankees for exit like nine years. I mean, was it three hundred three hundred some million? It's just ridiculous amount of money. But again, again, I know the problem is the NFL is a business, and if you give if you give this player forty million plus a year, and then kind of it down the road it's going to weaken a lot of your the rest of your team and I can understand where John Robinson comes from look I gave AJ Brown uh, let's say 20 million a year or whatever AJ Brown might have been worth 20 to 25 million a year then I'm sure he's sitting back well I gotta look at Jeffrey Simmons down the road I gotta look at Landry I gotta look at this guy I can look at that guy down the road to where I'm gonna pay him more money something's gotta be sacrificed and from that point of view you can understand John Robinson's point of view if that is the, is the case here. But again, I'm sure there's a lot, but again, John Robinson has had a winning record as a general manager in this league. And it wouldn't shock me at all if he winds up the job maybe next year with an organization. I'm sure I'm sure there may be some some openings. You don't know about the, the Carolina Panthers. I mean, you don't know. You don't know if they'll have an opening next year. Uh, with Washington, you don't know if the commanders, the commanders have turned around, but you don't know if they will keep, you know, if they'll keep their general manager or not. I mean, I, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors as to where these, where, where this could go. But I can only, I can only imagine where, and I understand the ownership probably expect the Tennessee Titans to have a monster year. They thought they could, they, they thought they could pick up the, uh, Slack that was left behind by AJ Brown. They went out and traded for you know for Robert Woods. Robert Woods really hasn't really done much this year. He's a good receiver, but Robert's not a number one receiver. He's a he could be he's a pretty solid number two receiver in this league, but he's not number one. If you'd have kept AJ Brown, maybe went out and trade for Robert Woods to be your number two. Okay, you have something to work with. Um, I mean, there were some you know you know I thought I thought a a, a decent signing that they. That they made that I thought kind of went in those was um, Hooper from uh, yeah, I thought that was a, it was the the Browns. The Browns let him go. He went to Tennessee. I thought Hooper was a nice little pickup for them. He's a pretty been a pretty decent tight end for several years in this league, and I thought they could have maybe used him a little bit more. He could have been the I'm sure Tennessee Titan fans remember Frank Wachek if you remember that name. To me, he could have been that type of guy, or you know, or he could have been like a Lady Walker. To me, that would have been a great. That would have been a great thing. He could have been Delaney. He could have been the Tennessee's Delaney Walker. I think Hooper could have fit that bill. But again, he has been used sparingly this year. But when he has been called upon, he hasn't done. He hasn't played. He's played well. Now I know Burks. He is. I'm sure Burks. He's been injured, injured a lot this year. Got off to a slow start. But again, he has. He has picked up. And everybody believes he's. He will in due time. Be the guy to replace AJ Brown and be the future number one receiver in this league. Now, if you look forward to next year, what happens with the Tennessee with the, with the Tennessee Titans and, and where this, where they will go from here? Uh, you figure Mike Brable's going to be back, and I'm sure that 
Yeah, I'm sure Mike Vrabel is going to have some say so on who's going to be the next general manager of the Tennessee Titans because they're going to have to get along with Mike Vrabel, period. If they can't get along with Mike Vrabel, then uh, they don't have stand chance. They don't stand a chance. If they don't get along, Mike might say, you know what, I'm out of here. But again, it gets interesting with the new the new general manager and Mike Vrabel when they get together. What are they going to do? Uh, Ryan Tannehill? It does Ryan Tannehill return to the Tennessee Titans. That becomes an interesting question mark. I know they've got, and I don't think Malik Wills is not. Yeah, it's not. It's not ready. I know there's going to be some guys. I mean, I don't see them bringing a, a Daniel Jones in. I know Jimmy Garoppolo, George Jimmy, is out with a uh, with a broken foot. But if Jimmy heals, do you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo over Ryan Tannehill? I don't know. You know, Derrick Henry is going to be Derrick Henry. The offensive line, the offensive line has had some has had its ups and has its downs. Yeah, did did it go out and readdress the offensive line a little bit more? Do you go get a another wide receiver? Do you draft another receiver to put with Woods and Burks? You know, I mean, you know, as far as the defense goes, do you yeah, do you keep do you add another pass rusher? Do you go ahead and get some help in the secondary? Do you add a linebacker? You know, these are things that they these are things I'm sure moving forward that Tennessee is gonna have to, to look at. Starts from the new from the uh, new general manager, but for John Robinson, it was a complete shock as to here we are towards the end of the season in Tennessee. There stands a good chance they will probably win their division and make the playoffs. Now I could see if Tennessee was was one in if it was a had won a game all year. We need to make a change and we get rid of John Robinson. If that was the case, okay, maybe I got to understand it. But but to fire a guy and you're pretty much you're pretty much going to make the playoffs. Now, looking at Tennessee, as I, the way Tennessee is shaped, they've probably been bounced. I think they're going to be bounced in the first round, no matter who they play. If they play Buffalo, I think Buffalo beats them. If Miami plays them, I think Miami beats them. Uh, if the Ravens if the Ravens make the playoffs, I, they might have a chance to beat the Ravens. Now, if the, let's say for the sake of argument, the Bengals make the playoffs. Do I think they can beat the Bengals? No. The Chiefs, I don't think they beat the Chiefs. Now, for some reason, let's say the Chargers make the playoffs. Do they have a chance to beat the Chargers? There's a possibility they do. But I think where it will go, go again, they're going to make the playoffs. But I got a feeling that the ownership figures we're going to make the playoffs. Or we're going to have another first-round exit. Well, at least you make the playoffs. And they've made the playoffs you know, for, for a few years now. But again, it's interesting to see moving forward, Tennessee Titans are capable of doing going into 2023. They're going to be in the playoffs once again. But again, the passing game, I mean, the passing game, yeah, is going to be an issue. What Ryan Tannehill, what Ryan Tannehill are, you, are you going to get? Are you going to get the Ryan Tannehill that can throw for maybe three touchdowns, a decent amount of yardage, and throw in a few rushing yards? Yeah. Are you going to get that Ryan Tannehill? Are you going to get the Ryan Tannehill that fell apart in the playoffs? What Tannehill are you going to get? And moving forward, going into 2023, is Ryan Tannehill still your answer at quarterback? Blake Willis, he's not the answer. If that's going to be the case, you're going to wind up probably getting, well, go ahead and get a free agent. You know, you got, you got a veteran quarterback. Because I really don't see the sense. I don't see Tennessee being in the situation of going out and getting a young quarterback in this year's draft. I don't really see that as a possibility. I mean, yeah, to me, I can see maybe an offensive lineman. I can certainly see an offensive lineman to continue the theme of trying to Feed Derrick Henry. Now, Derrick Henry, 
Derrick Henry the last couple weeks has almost had dipped a little bit because everybody's keyed on Derrick Henry because nobody respects the passing game. Nobody has that much respect for Ryan Tannehill in the passing game. And that's going to continue to be the theme, and I think that's something that the um, that's something Mike Rabel, the New Jersey manager, has got to sit down now season and look at. Can we trust Mike, you know, Mike Tannehill moving forward, going into next season? This season, there's nothing you can do about this season. But in 2023, you, you still have a team in place that can still contend for the AFC South. I mean, because the Colts, you don't know the Colts are, are, are going to go for a new head coach, maybe a new general manager. Yeah, Jacksonville. Doug, Doug Peterson has done a pretty decent job with Jacksonville, but Jacksonville still ways to go. The Houston Texans, they've got a long, long way to go. So Tennessee has a pretty good chance to maybe repeat once again as AFC South champion next year. There's a good possibility. But moving forward, is Ryan Tanner going to continue to be the answer? And do you think, could you add another receiver offensive line? Yeah, you got to look at the team deep down inside because to be honest with you, the changes are coming. You've got the running back in Derrick Henry. But you got, but you got to stand back and look. Take a look at the Buffalo Bills. You got a Josh Allen. You take a look. Two is your quarterback for for Miami, and they added Tyree Kill. Things change. Set back. Take a look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes throwing the football. Justin Herbert, another young young quarterback. What do they do? They like to throw the ball a little bit to that, even though they lost some Eckler. But Justin is the future. Again, you look at the Cincinnati Bengals. There's Joe Burrow. Again, yeah, this is you know this is things that Tennessee Titans have to sit down and look at, and that's something they've got to change. They've got to find a quarterback that the team that the other teams in the NFL will respect is the passing game. To me, they don't respect Ryan Tannehill, but that's probably a huge issue. But for John Robinson, the only way I can speculate in this is is certainly this is that the ownership felt that they probably should have they're going back in the playoffs again. They probably felt that they should have at least got to the AFC Championship game at least, or maybe been the AFC representative in the Super Bowl. To me, my guess is they, in the last several years, that is something they should have done, but they have not achieved that goal. I'm sure that's one possibility Robinson lost his job. Another one, more simple as this, what A.J. Brown did, did, did to you this past week, this past Sunday, was certainly a point where it was enough's enough. We've seen enough. You need to get out of here. But moving forward, there's going to be some questions in the offseason, certainly. And certainly the new general manager, whoever that might be for the Tennessee Titans, is going to have to be on the same page or or basically they'll have to get along with Mike Rabel because I don't see Mike Rabel going anywhere. And that would be a shocker if Mike if Mike Rabel was to, go, was, to, was to get fired, which I don't think Mike is going to. But if Mike was for some unexplained reason, then I'm sure Mike could certainly be, certainly be a head coach somewhere else in the snap of a finger. But again, it's certainly a state of shock for for the Tennessee Titans and John Robinson. And I wouldn't be surprised if John Robinson ends up getting a, ends up getting a job as a general manager in some other organization here sooner rather than later. Now, we talked about Brian Tannehill. Let's stay on the subject of quarterbacks. And let's talk about the as the as the world turns. And if everybody knows, if everybody knows that um, old soap opera back back in the day, which is kind of telling my age, as the world turns, was on for many many years. I believe it was on. 
don't know if it's on the NBC network. I might be wrong on the network, but point being is, as the world turns for Baker Mayfield, as we've all heard by now, Baker Mayfield was given his release by the Carolina Panthers, but he lasted what a day as a free agent, and the Rams picked him picked him up. Now, a lot <laughs> Baker has had definitely had, you know, Baker was. Panthers got Baker Mayfield in a trade from Cleveland Browns and they felt that Baker was going to be they felt Baker was going to be the answer at quarterback I think he threw for six touchdown passes six interceptions he was benched he was benched for P.J. Walker and Sam Sam Donald both at the same same time and to me the Panthers are going to run with Sam Donald and P.J. Walker for the rest for the rest of the year so Baker is on his way is on his way out, and now the Rams pick him up. Of course, speculation was when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt this past this past Sunday with a broken foot against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the rumors are that Garoppolo could be back in postseason play, but now there's been rumors out there that Mike Shane said that he hasn't seen Jimmy come back at all this year. And a lot of people thought that Baker would get picked up by the 49ers, but of course, he'd have to pass waivers and come all the way down to the um, to the 49ers, but the 49ers passed him by, and the Rams took a chance on on Baker Mayfield. Again, no disappointment for Baker Mayfield. I mean, he was a guy as a first-round draft pick. Everybody thought uh, at, at the beginning of his career, the first what, few years of his legs were, were pretty decent. He actually got the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs, as we all remember, the first quarterback to get the Browns into playoffs in quite some time. He actually won a playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And everybody thought this is where Baker Baker was going to start taking off. And then the wheels kind of fell off. Yeah, uh, the wheels fell off. Uh, of course, when Odell was there, him and Odell couldn't get on the same page. And there was so many, so much criticism on Baker Mayfield. How much, you know, um, there was rumors coming out in Cleveland that he was a bad teammate, that he was a, you know, it was kind of like a nuisance in the locker room. Those rumors came out, came out, and he went to the Panthers, and everybody thought this is a new start for Baker Mayfield. And again, the same old Baker Mayfield. Now he wasn't a nuisance in the Carolina Panthers locker room. I had not heard, did not hear any of that whatsoever. But Baker has certainly fallen fallen by the wayside. If the Panthers, and as bad as the Panthers have played this year, Panthers have had their moments, but as bad as the Panthers have been this year. Baker Mayfield couldn't stick, couldn't stick, couldn't stick with the uh, Carolina Panthers, and now it'd be PJ Walker and Sam Donald for the job and keep it for the rest of the year. That doesn't that doesn't bode well for Baker Mayfield moving forward. Now I know he's gone to the Rams. Matthew Stratford, rumors are that he's going to be gone for the rest of the year. He's out. He's had a couple of concussions. He's had some neck issues, and to me, he may well be shut down for the rest of the year and come back in twenty twenty three. Now. They've got John Wolford, who's been on the roster for a few years. Uh, Perkins was a free agent, was a free agent pickup, came from the University of Virginia. Right now, those two will probably be quarterbacking for the rest of the year. Now, they did sign Baker. Baker, of course, the Rams are playing the Raiders tomorrow night. And I'm sure and Baker is not going to play at all because he has to, he has to get he certainly, I'm sure, Sean's got his own playbook. He's got to get himself, you know. Now, would it surprise me if Baker ends up playing football for, as a starting quarterback for the Rams this year? 
I don't think it would surprise me. Because Baker, to me, Baker is probably a little bit of an upgrade over John Wilson Perkins. Just a little bit of an upgrade. But for Baker, you have to look at what he has to work with. Not much of an offensive line. There's no Cooper Cup to speak of. Yeah, Tom Robinson's gone for the year. I mean, right now you got to work with Van Jefferson, uh, Tyler Higby, maybe. And you've got, you know, Cam Akers as, as your running back. Yeah, a lot of, you know, of course, we all know the story about Cam Akers. Uh, was he going to be traded? He, was, he might have been released. But then again, it was Daryl Henderson going to release, not him. Yeah. So Baker, to be honest with you, Baker's going to be in the same situation as he was with Rams. Not a good offensive line. Grant, you had Christian McCaffrey as your running back. That might be a different story. You did have you did have DJ Moore to work with, and you had Robinson. You might have a better receiving, little, little better receiving core maybe to work with than what the Rams are working with right now. But again, it's interesting to see moving forward what Baker what Baker can do for the uh, for the Rams. Now he's not he's not going to play this week because again. It's a Thursday night game. They're playing the Raiders. The Raiders are playing the last couple of weeks. The Raiders are playing like what we thought they could play like yeah, most of the season anyway. But for Baker, I don't, I, I don't, it wouldn't shock me at all if Baker can get caught up with the system that he does, that he does play at some point this season. It will not be this week. You know, uh, it gets to be interesting as to the future of Baker Mayfield. Now, I don't think uh, Baker's going to be a free agent. I don't see Baker coming back to the Rams next season. I don't think so unless Baker, yeah, unless Baker, if he does get to play, um, lights roll on fire and maybe you keep him as a backup to Stratford. But to be honest with you, Baker may not be a starting quarterback no longer in this league. He may be a viable backup to somebody. And I'm sure there's plenty of teams in this league. Yeah. That could you know that could use Baker as a backup quarterback. You can take a look at the Washington Commanders. I mean, Wentz. I gotta wonder if Wentz will be back with with the with the Commanders next year. Do you let Heineke be your starting quarterback? Maybe you bring Baker in and let Baker back up Heineke. Yeah, to me, yeah. I mean, maybe that's a possibility. And then the New York Giants are out there. Could be out there. Yeah, Daniel Jones. Yeah, more likely he's very he could early on his way out the door, and that would leave Tyrod Taylor. Do you sign Baker Mayfield and they have two veterans? Yeah, and let's say Tayrod Taylor is the starter because he knows the system a lot better than Baker Mayfield. Do you, you know, do you do something like that? You know, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of you know speculations where he could, as where he could, you know, could end up at one weird possibility. What about the New Orleans Saints? You don't know James Winston's coming back next year. I don't know about Andy Dalton. Do you bring in Baker Mayfield and put him in the New Orleans Saints? Again, there's weird speculation. There's a lot of speculation. Now, again, the San Francisco 49ers becomes an interesting possibility. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's a free agent. Do you, yeah, do the 49ers bring Jimmy Garoppolo back because they're unsure of Trey Lance? And if you let, Gar let Garoppolo go, do you bring in Baker Mayfield to be the backup for, for Trey Lance next season? Again, speculation upon speculation. A lot, a lot goes on into the thinking in the world of football. Mm. I mean, you look back, does Baker return to the AFC? You start looking at teams in the AFC. 
it could be it might be a harder fit in the AFC. I mean, what about you know what, the craziest sounds? What about the Indianapolis Colts? Do you yeah? Do you get rid of Matt Ryan? Do you bring in Baker Mayfield? And then go draft a young quarterback. You know, there's a lot of speculation as to there's a lot of speculation as to what is going to happen with Baker Mayfield moving forward. But again, I wouldn't be totally shocked. I wouldn't be surprised if Sean McVay puts it out there if he gets if he gets caught the system quickly to see what he has. Again, I wouldn't expect a lot from Baker. Again, he doesn't have a lot of he doesn't have much to work with. And again, I wouldn't be surprised if Baker struggles. But then again, I don't, you know, John Wolford's going to struggle, Perkins struggle, and I don't see Baker Mayfield being, a, yeah, I don't see Baker Mayfield, you know, figuring out the the Rams' problems. And because there's, there's a lot, a lot for this year. Now, you know, like, like I said, moving forward, you know, maybe Baker shows a little something and Sean McFay's impressed. Do you bring him back next year to back up Matthew Schrenniker? What does it say about John Wolford? What does it say about Perkins? Again, anything's possible in the NFL, but for right now, I gotta say this much. I think uh, Baker's days as a starting quarterback in this league may very well be over with. Again, I'm not gonna, you know, again, you'd be surprised if it. I'm sure there's some teams that will take a chance in, you know, the season, maybe as a backup quarterback, but not as a starter. But then again, maybe Baker' career is very well over with in, in the NFL. I know, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield has been Skip Bayless's, uh one of his favorite quarterbacks along with Tom Brady. But maybe it's time that Baker, once and for all, maybe it's time to say Baker just is not, is not the NFL quarterback we thought he was going to be when he got drafted out of the University of Oklahoma by the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns took a, a huge leap of faith by being a quarterback for the next 10, 11, 12 years. He might have been quarterback for maybe a few seasons. But it wasn't enough. But it was. It just wasn't enough. Why? Why? I mean, speculation was he got it hurt, and a lot of people thought well, maybe the injury had something to do with it. But since then, Baker has not really has not produced. Again, we'll see. We'll see if Sean McVay puts him out there at some point during the season to see if Baker is can you know can do can do something. And again, if Baker, you know, maybe if Baker does a little something, maybe some NFL team will come calling, will come, you know, come calling the all season. He may make an offer, but I don't see Baker being a starting quarterback. He could still be a serviceable backup in this league to somebody, but maybe his days as a starting quarterback in the NFL are pretty much over with. Now let's talk about quarterbacks. That seems to be a recurring theme, right? We're talking about some quarterbacks. Let's talk about. Let's jump back to AFC. Let's talk about more bad news for the Baltimore Ravens. It seems like every single year, it seems like the last few years, the Baltimore Ravens, it seems like there's like that um, dark cloud hanging over them, and they just can't move away from that cloud. Now, Lamar Jackson, at one point in time, Lamar Jackson was considered an MVP candidate once again and once again, but now he has suffered a knee injury. Uh, it is not, it is not, Severe enough to maybe put him out for the year. He's going to miss a few weeks, or he could very well miss the rest of the year. That has that's been speculated. I mean, John Harbaugh has now come out and um, and said, you know, and said, you know, that he would miss the rest of the year. Uh, Tyler Huntley now steps in, steps in, and 
Huntley stepped in to the situation once again last year, and I believe they were like one and four under Huntley, but Huntley played played fairly well. Now, of course, Huntley he's kind of like a Coburn, Coburn copy of Lamar Jackson in a, in some ways, but of course Huntley doesn't have the MVP. MVP to his uh, to his credit, Lamar Jackson can't say that. But Huntley, the, the Ravens seem to play fairly well, fairly well for Tyler Huntley. Now, Huntley was in the same boat last year as we all remember. The running game, the running game, there was a lot of injuries in the running game. Well, again, here we go again this year. What happens? You still got injuries in the running game. You know, you know J.K. Dobbins, once again, J.K. is on the IR. He might not play the whole game this year. Gus Edwards has been in and out of the lineup because of injuries. Um, they do have Kenyon, yeah, Kenyon Drake, but again, the receiving core. I mean, um, your top receiver Bateman is gone is gone for the year. Last year, I think you did have Marcus Marcus Brown, but you don't have Marcus Brown to, to rely on this year. You don't have a a, a a true number one receiver. I mean, you got the bag, and then and then you get a uh, Deshaun Jackson out of retirement, basically, and put him in <laughs> and put him in the lineup. Now, Grant, yes, you still have Mark Andrews. But for Huntley, the situation might be a little more. There are some injuries on the offensive line. Ronnie Staley once again is is hurt. So you have to wonder if this situation here this year may may be may look a little more bleaker for the Ravens this year than it did last season. But Huntley in the past has, has shown that he can step in and play fairly well for Lamar Jackson. But and I get it for the Baltimore Ravens fans. You're going to have Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley. I get it and understand it. But Huntley's been a pretty decent replacement. I think Huntley, Huntley, I think Huntley will do the best he can to stay that ship until Lamar Jackson, if he, if he does get back this season. But, yes, it does hurt It does hurt the Baltimore Ravens' chance of maybe making the playoffs or winning the division. I have, again, I've had the Ravens win the division this year because I thought the defense would improve. And I certainly thought health, I thought they would be healthier. But of course, health has been an issue for the Ravens the last few years. Um, and Lamar Jackson, and people have to wonder if Lamar Jackson was betting on himself. He did not sign a contract extension. I think the Ravens made an offer. He didn't take it. He wanted to. Um, he wanted. You know, I'm sure Lamar wanted more money because it looks like the quarterbacks out here right now, and say, well, Kyler Murray, who has not been an MVP, has not won an MVP. He took his team to the playoff for the first time last year. Here I think about the playoffs constantly. You know, I've been MVP. I should get this amount of money. Lamar Jackson bet on himself. Now, at the beginning, at the beginning of the season, it looked like Lamar's Lamar was right on cue. He was setting the world on fire. Might have been top three or four MVP candidate. Then again, he's, he struggled. And then again, you have to. And then again, I'm sure the Baltimore Ravens. And of course, again, gets hurt. Again, he's once again hurt this year. And I'm sure the Baltimore Ravens ownership, I'm sure they're probably sitting back and saying, this is the reason why we're going to pay him all the money because of the last couple of years, he's injured. And Lamar, he likes to run the football, but Lamar has improved in the fancy game. And this is, again, the reason why, I'm sure, I'm assuming this is the reason why right here that, again, this is, this again, this is the reason why the Ravens management are probably thinking to themselves, maybe this is the reason why we didn't, we gave him the offer that we gave him because it's because of maybe he's been injured because of he, he, he seems to be injured from the last couple of years. Again, I can only speculate that the Ravens are probably thinking about this then, but 
be honest with you, moving forward, Lamar Jackson is still the future quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Is not Tyler Huntley. Now, I know I don't know what Huntley's contract situation is. I'm sure if Huntley goes out here and he plays fairly well in Lamar Jackson placements, you have to wonder is there a team out there that's willing to take a chance on Tyler Huntley as a starting quarterback? Again, you don't know speculation. I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, does the Tennessee Titans reach out to the Ravens and say, "Hey"? Let's take a chance on Tyler Huntley as our quarterback. He's mobile, decent arm. Maybe, you know, maybe we could do something with him. Maybe I don't I don't see him going to the Colts because again, that's kind of a division type of thing. But Huntley, Huntley plays well. Maybe he gets a contract. Maybe he gets traded. Maybe if he's a free agent, he gets a contract elsewhere. But I'm sure Lamar Jackson Lamar is gonna want is gonna want Kyler Murray like money. And it's hard not to give him that type of money. I mean, I know he's been injured prone, he's had struggles, but Lamar Jackson is the Baltimore Ravens offense in general. Because again, the running game cannot stay healthy. Again, there's not really I mean, Bateman's gone for the year. Uh Andrews, to me, the best offensive player on the on the field right now is Mark Andrews, who is maybe next to him. Travis Kelsey might be the second best tight end in all of football. But again, moving but again. You have to wonder Lamar Jackson betting on himself that has it has it come back to bite him in the butt. Will it will it hurt him to try to make a long term contract with the Ravens? Now it gets to be very interesting again. Again, you have to wonder if you put this in your head, what if, for the sake of argument, Tyler Huntley plays well, you know, for the rest of the se- let's say Lamar has to miss the rest of the season, Tyler Huntley steps in, he plays well. Let's say the Ravens get to the playoffs. Let's say they win the division, they get to the playoffs. Maybe they win a playoff game, at least. And yeah, do you have to wonder that? Hey, we can we can we can get Tyler Huntley a cheaper contract. We can sign Tyler Huntley to a contract, get him a cheaper contract, and then maybe we'll let Lamar Jackson go. But I've seen crazier things happen. I mean, you have to wonder: Are the Ravens brass thinking that far ahead to the point maybe? Maybe they need to do that. Maybe we sign Huntley to a lesser contract. That all the money will pay Lamar Jackson. We can go out. We can go out and get and get more players and fill up some holes. I mean, again, I'm sure Lamar. And if Lamar was to hit the free agent market, yes, Lamar would be. Lamar would be on somebody's roster. I mean, if you look at it, can you see Lamar? The Commanders would take him. The New York. Oh my gosh, the New York Giants would swipe him up in a heartbeat. I know Dallas, Dallas is not even Philadelphia as need. I don't see Green Bay taking him. I guess they'll stick with Aaron Rodgers. Detroit, Jared Goff has played fairly well. I don't see him going to Chicago. I don't see him going to Minnesota. Now, the New Orleans Saints, there's an interesting fit. Lamar Jackson, New Orleans. Keep edge at Lamar in backfield. Decent offensive line. Hand the ball off to Alvin Kamara. Uh, you got like the young receiver in Chris Lee. What if Michael Thomas ever decides to? Stay healthy for a full 17 games. What can you get from him? I, I don't see him. He, he's not going to Atlanta. Uh, Tom Brady may very, come, may very well come back to Tampa next year. But then again, what if what if you let Tom Brady go and you bring Lamar Jackson in? Yeah, I, I, that could be a possibility, but I'm sure Lamar is going to want a lot of money. And maybe, yeah, he's going to want a lot of money. And maybe the keeper... Maybe she were to keep Tom Brady around and go ahead and sign Lamar Jackson. I know that sounds crazy. It may sound a little weird to some to some some of the viewers, my viewers out there. But Tom Brady is also 
He'll be 46 years old next season. Lamar's still in his 20s, right? So, Panthers is no way in the world. The 49ers, <laughs> the 49ers would be a very interesting fit to me. Lamar, Lamar of the 49ers. You know, that'd be very interesting. He's like Garoppolo. Let's say he's like Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo's pretty much gone. Okay. You don't have a lot of confidence in Trey Lance. At least, I don't think the brass does. Not from that. But can you see Lamar Jackson in the Bay Area? And can you see Lamar with McCaffrey? Can you see him with Debo, Kittle, Ayuk? I mean, can, can, can you imagine Lamar and Lamar with that offense? I mean, Lamar would be an upgrade over Trey Lance. I mean, do you, yeah, do you trade Trey Lance? I can see it, man. Yeah, I can see it now. I can see Lamar. Of course, I don't. I don't know if the. I don't see the 49ers fit Lamar into that budget. But can you see Lamar with the 49ers? I mean, my gosh, you put Lamar on the 49ers, Lamar. They would be. They would be one of the favorites. I would say, got to be top three or four favorites to win the Super Bowl next year if you, if you do that. Interesting fit, Lamar and the 49ers. Huh? That's an interesting fit moving forward. I kind of. I kind of. I kind of like that. I like that fit. But again, that's that's. But again, that's pretty much telling the organization as you tell Trey Lance that we don't have confidence in you, and you're up and out of town. The Rams, I don't see what the Rams. I mean, they're going to stick with Stratford, obviously. He's not going to be in Seattle. I think Geno's going to get a new contract with Seattle. But it'd be interesting. But and again, I don't see Seattle paying Lamar all that money. They didn't pay Russell. They want to get Russell Wilson out of town. I don't see them bringing in Lamar Lamar Jackson. But I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation. He's not going to Arizona. If he stays in the AFC, Patriots don't see it. The Jets, now the Jets is a very interesting. The Jets become a very interesting fit. The Jets, I don't see the, the Jets would be interesting. Huh? Zach Wilson's not the answer quarterback, and neither is Mike White. But the Jets, you have to wonder when the Jets pay that much money to bring him to New York. Now, can you imagine? A healthier offensive line. Maybe you could have you could have if Brees Hall comes back next season healthy. You got a Garrett Wilson, maybe Elijah Moore. Can you see the Jets? Can you see do the Jets put in all the money to bring Lamar Jackson in? It's it's an interesting thought. I don't know if New York. I don't know if the Jets would, would pay all that money to bring him in. But again, it, it becomes interesting. He's not going to Buffalo. He's not going to Miami. But the Jets, the Jets kind of treat him a little bit. I kind of like it. You know, he's not going to Cleveland. He's pay all the money. I don't see him. He's not, I don't see he's not going to Pittsburgh. And I don't see him going to Cincinnati. Now, here's an interesting thought. What about the Tennessee Titans? The Tennessee Titans, let's say you take Lamar, let's say you get rid of Ryan Tannehill. You bring Lamar Jackson in. You know, maybe get a little, little bit of help on the offensive line. You got Derrick Henry still hand the ball off to. Receiving core might need might need a little adjustment. But I tell you what, I mean, I, I don't really see Tennessee paying a lot of money. But Tennessee sounds pretty good. The Colts. I don't know if I see the Colts paying all that money, but can you imagine him with the Colts? He'd be an upgrade with Mike Bryan. Yes. The offensive line had a lot of work to do. And you still have Jonathan Taylor there. But you don't have enough weapons other than Michael Pittman. I don't think there's enough weapons. But it'd be an interesting fit. No Jacksonville. Houston would love to have him, but that's not happening. And 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 what and what team are you gonna? Uh, what are you gonna? 
or get my get in a car and bring him in as a as a as a waiter. My bar would fit the braider mold, but that's not happening. And what about an interesting thought, what about the Denver Broncos? Now the Broncos are paying Russell Wilson a lot of money, but I'm guessing Russell Wilson, I don't see him going anywhere really. I'm seeing Russell probably get another year. But Lamar in Denver, it'd be interesting. But to be honest with you, I still think at some point during the season, I think some point in the offseason, the Ravens will sit down with Lamar Jackson and they will get this worked out. I would think they would. If they don't, it wouldn't shock me if Huntley winds up being the starting quarterback next season for the Ravens. And Lamar's, it, it's, it's, it's hard to think, but it's a possibility. Lamar could ever be, ever be gone. And Lamar, I like to see Lamar. I like to see Lamar in the Bay Area in San Francisco. I'm just saying. Because to me, I don't see much out of Trey Lance. Garoppolo's going to be gone. But again, I don't see if we're not paying out all that money out because you've got you got to pay McCaffrey money. Debo's got to get paid. Kittle's still probably one of the higher-paid tight ends in his league. And again, you know, and Williams, Trent Williams is the highest-paid left tackle, I believe, in the NFL. There's a lot of money, a lot of money that Cleveland, I mean, it's not a lot of that 49ers have to dole out. But I can see it now, Lamar in San Francisco be a nice fit. But I still think at some point in time the Ravens will sit down and they'll figure out a way to bring Lamar Jackson back and pay him what he deserves. Let's talk a little, um, well, let's talk a little college football, but maybe not, not about the Final Four. Let's talk about a coach that is in the Final Four, and that's Jim Harbaugh. And here we go again with the Jim Harbaugh swirling that his name has popped up in NFL circles, and a lot of people are doing research on Jim Harbaugh and see if he'd be interested in coming back to the NFL. Now, Harbaugh has a pedigree, at least. He has one thing behind him. He has a winning record in the NFL. He's done it, been successful at it. He took Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers to a Super Bowl. He has done that. Now, granted, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but he's taken the team to he's taken the team to the NFC Championship game. He's taken to a Super Bowl. Harbaugh does have, yeah, so does have a little bit of a pedigree of of doing something in the NFL. And once again, his name is popping in circles. Now Harbaugh, I think, had re-signed a nice little contract with with the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan, once again, are one of those Final Four teams. He had an undefeated team this year, and they're I believe they're playing TCU. And Georgia's playing Ohio State. Now, to me, I'm going to say Georgia. It's going to be Georgia and, I believe, Michigan in the national championship game. And I think Georgia will repeat. Now, the funny thing about it is if if Harbaugh can win a national championship, does that mean that Harbaugh has done all that he can do at the University of Michigan and he decides to go back go back to the pros? Now, one rumor has already come up is Indianapolis Colts. Jeff Saturday is not going to be the head coach. I don't believe moving forward going next season. Some people say Jim Harbaugh. Now, Harbaugh would be, would, would be a nice addition to the Colts. I think Harbaugh will have a little work to do. Um, he had work to do at quarterback when he came in to the 49ers. He took Kaepernick over Alex Smith, and that seemed to be one of the – that was a great pick. Now, I don't know if Harbaugh – Moving forward, we keep Matt Ryan around. He may say, hey, I need somebody else. The offensive line, Harbaugh's got one a pretty good offensive line. There's, I mean, but the offensive line, it needs to be, there needs to be some improvement for the offensive line. At one point in time, the offensive line was 
pretty decent offensive line, but they're not said very offensive line to me at any point in time. But he did, his fate is, is he's dropped off. And that's something they have to address. Again, he's got a good running back in Jonathan Taylor, but you're denying that. Other than Pittman, how much else do you trust out of that, that receiving board? Defensively, I think Harwell has a, have a good enough defense to get by with. But I think the biggest thing for Harwell, look at the Colts' job, is he's got to work on that offensive side of the ball. How much can he blitz Matt Ryan, the offensive line? He's got time for receivers, a tight end. You got to wonder if Harbaugh would want the headaches. I mean, I'm sure Harbaugh would be paid handsomely by Jim Mercy. I don't doubt that a bit. Harbaugh would be a nice fit for the Colts, but again, I don't know. You start looking at all, uh, all the teams in there that could use use his services. I mean, you got to wonder. Um, you know, I mean. I know the weirdest possibility is, and this is a laughable possibility, but what happens if Mike McCartney cannot get Dallas, let's say, to the NFC Championship game? Does Jerry Jones, is, does Jerry Jones says enough is enough, Mike's out of here, and Jim Harbaugh becomes the new head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Now, I'm not, I know that's kind of weird, it's a lot of speculation, but again, yeah, but again, Harbaugh with that team, Harbaugh could be a guy that could push the Cowboys over the top. But again, I don't want to see Harbaugh put it with Jerry Jones. I don't really see that. There was a possibility that he could have gone to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, another possibility, what about he stays in the state of Michigan and he takes over for Dan Campbell and becomes the next Detroit Lions head coach. Now, the team, now, Dan is, hasn't, hasn't shown any results in the win-loss record, but the Detroit Lions play harder for Dan Campbell. So I don't think Campbell's going anywhere. But Harbaugh in Detroit stays in the state of, yeah. It'd be interesting. Green Bay seems on downside. Minnesota's probably got another year or two in them, maybe another year in them. You know, they play a pretty consistent ball. Another possibility is what about the Carolina Panthers? Harbaugh has a decent enough defense to work with, but that offense, again, same thing with, same thing with the... Yeah, with the Colts, it's the offense would have to be worked on. I don't know if I see him. I don't really see him in Carolina. You start, I start going to the NFC. It's it, it, it's hard for me to speculate. My speculation is, what about the Arizona Cardinals? Everybody says that Kingsbury is could be on the hot seat. But can you imagine Jim Harbaugh going to Arizona? Now, Harbaugh, he would have at least Kyler Murray to work with. He would have maybe Hopkins. At least, yeah, I mean, uh, you don't know Connor's situation if Connor's back with Arizona next year or not. But, again, the offense line has got to be worked on. The defense, the defense can use a couple players here and there. But, again, it's interesting. Interesting fit. I mean, I could see him maybe in Arizona. You'd have to go for another. you go from one college coach to the other. But Harbaugh has NFL experience and has success in the NFL. Do I see Harbaugh getting more out of, out of Kyle Murray than Cliff Kingsbury can. Speculation, but again, it's a possibility. If you look at the AFC, I mean, AFC, I, you, know, you don't know. Other than, you know, I'm, like I said, the Colts are there. Um, what about the Houston Texans? Now, I don't see them going to Houston because, trust me, Houston's got a long ways to go. You know, a long ways to go. A weird possibility. What about Jim Harbaugh in the Mile High City? 
Yeah, there, there could be an interesting, there will be an interesting fit. And then, Brother Mile, I said, if you think about it, maybe, maybe, maybe he can, maybe he can get Russell Wilson back. Maybe he can get Russell Wilson back the way he played him. Was, yeah. Maybe a healthier offensive line. Maybe he can get something out of Sutton and Judy. Maybe he can get something more out of them. Defensively, they're not that bad. Defensively, they're not a bad team defensively. Maybe, maybe, maybe a guy like Jim Harbaugh is a better fit than Nathaniel Hackett. Again, there's a possible that there's an intriguing possibility. But again, I'm sure this is gonna keep going around and around until Jim Harbaugh is has insinuated he is not going anywhere, but he's gonna stay at the University of Michigan. And it's hard, it's hard to disagree with uh, with Jim's assessment. He the last few years he's done a very he's done an outstanding job. The last couple of years he's actually found a way to beat Ohio State. The first seven or eight years he was back with the all minor. He couldn't beat Ohio State. Ohio State would pummel him every single year. But the last two years, Michigan has caught up to Ohio State. And you have to wonder, and moving forward, Michigan should still have a pretty decent, you know, pretty decent team, you know, moving forward going into 2023. Now I'm sure they may be able to get be the top, let's say a top five team going into the next into next year. And Harbaugh, Harbaugh likes being the University of Michigan. He's like I said, he's had success there. There's a possibility he could maybe place his car card. He could win. He could have a national championship with the, with the Michigan Wolverines. And you have to wonder if you win a national championship, is it time to leave Michigan and give the NFL a chance again? Again, speculation. But one job that kind of intrigues me. What about him and maybe the Denver Broncos? Maybe the thing that gets a one and done deal. But could Harbaugh step into Denver and help him become that next step? That's a possible. That's a possibility. I'm sure the Colts' job was the Colts' job. I think if Harbaugh won the Colts' job, he could probably get that job. But again, I, Denver would be an it, it is an interesting fit for him. And as crazy as it sounds, I shoot myself in the foot. I think the Arizona Cardinals is, is a decent is a decent fit. Maybe he can step in and get more out, get something, maybe a little more out of Kyle Murray. And the third possibility is, what if Mike McCartney just don't. What if, yeah, what if Jerry is not seeing what he wants to see out of Mike McCartney and the town of the Dallas Cowboys? Does he get rid of Mike McCartney? And what about Jim Harbaugh? I don't see Harbaugh putting up, putting up with Jerry Jones. I don't see it. But do, yeah, but do, but do, but do, but do you go that route? Again, I think if Jim was interested in coming back to come back, I would love to see him. I would love to see maybe Denver. I was Denver, Arizona. We'll put the we'll put the Colts in there because I, because he could probably come in and get what he wants from Jim Irsay. And as stupid as it sounds, maybe the Cowboys, maybe Harbaugh could light a fire under Dallas's talent that McCartney couldn't do, and get them a Super Bowl. And if Harbaugh could do that, then Harbaugh's legacy could be he could have a national championship and a Super Bowl. The only guy to ever do that was what Pete Carroll. He's the only guy to do that. Harbaugh has the capability of doing that. If he was taking Dallas's job, he has a, a shot, a shot at doing doing that. But again, he says he's pretty content in Michigan, and I understand it, rightfully so. He's done a fine job the last few years. Even being a Ohio State Buckeye fan myself, you got to give double his due. He's he's finally caught caught up to Ohio State. 
over the last two years. He has a chance to be national national champion this year. That's all I have time for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Please take care of yourselves. See you again soon.